BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Half Black Neil, son of Billy Carter. When I'm sitting around planning my future career path, engineer, welder, tuba player, basketball player, or porn star, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now here he is, my future uncle and a guy who wishes his penis is one-fourth my length and girth, the star of the show and your host, Eric Zane. Yeah. So there's that. Sam the Jew, Nick. Forget who great Gabagool is. Welcome. Kyle Tomei. Dean Pointy. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. So, you know, uh, I posted yesterday my, I did a uh, uh, spur of the moment interview with Boring Dean's uh, lovely sister. Okay. Donna. And now, Donna and Dean are well aware that I am straight ticket Democrat. Okay, and though I'm not going to vote for Donna, I love Donna, though, and she had a great big moment. This is you see, I am the antith the antithesis, the antithesis of normal politics. I respect everything that she is doing and I support her. And. She is trying like hell to be the nominee for governor of the great state of Michigan. She's very, very kind and extremely sweet and just all of those things. And I really like her a lot. I really like her. Okay. And so she, how sweet of her to say, yeah, I am turning in all of my signatures on, uh, on Thursday, I have 25,000 signatures to be able to be on the ballot. I have done it. And I'm like, well, that is fucking sweet. Congratulations to you. And I want to tell people about it because I know you. I actually know someone personally who's in the race. And I'll tell you this right now. 
if she wins, I'm going to be like, good job. I'm happy for you. You get a turn now. You've done it. Go out there and do a great job. That's the way politics should be. Now, um, see, like Dean right there. I, I said, I just said, I'm voting. Everybody knows I'm voting for the Democrats. Uh, I, I mean, to me, they get a turn. They get my vote. They have earned my vote. Dean, Donna's brother, says that's because you are in love with a man. You see, you are the exact opposite of me. I am well thought, well read, non-emotional. You all know that. I don't overreact. So I am, uh, I don't understand that insult. But, you know, when I found out that Donna ha- is on, Donna Brandenburg is on the, uh, is on the ballot. Um, I, well, I reached out to her and she actually announced it. And then I made it available on the free podcast and my point on my Facebook post, I haven't said to anyone that I want you to vote for Donna. I would never, ever, ever do that. Okay. If I ever tell you to vote for someone, it's like tongue in cheek. I'm not going to do that. I can only tell you what I feel because as I've said before, I get one vote and I will, I will put it out to whoever I feel earns it. But if I know someone personally who's running for governor and has as good a chance as any of these other people to be the nominee for the Republican candidacy, hell yeah, I want to get behind that. And if she wins, I'm going to be there celebrating with her. Congratulations. Because to me, politics isn't about uh, all of the uh, division that takes place uh, in the world. Like if I have a, if I'm uh, go to a Lions game with uh, against the Green Bay Packers and I'm with Throat Slash Dale, who's a Packers fan and the Packers win, I don't hate Dale. And if the Lions win, he doesn't hate me. You know, it's it's like that. And that's the way it is. Huh. So now Nick says civility went out the window when you label anyone who doesn't agree with your political stance as a Nazi. Oh, okay. Well, who does that? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think anybody's a Nazi. All I know is this. Someone I know is running for governor. So I took that interview and I posted it. Now you'll notice that when I, in this post, I didn't say anything. I just said, Zaniac pal, boring Dean sister, Michigan gubernatorial candidate, Donna Brandenburg for governor will turn it. This is more like a news post. Will turn in signatures with the Michigan state bureau of elections today, Thursday at three 15. Donna was kind enough to make the announcement with your old pal, Eric Zane. Listen here. And then I tagged Wood TV 8, Fox 17, 13 on your side, MLive.com. And I put a link to Donna's website. You decide for yourselves. Nowhere there did I say you must vote for Donna Brandenburg. Nor did I say 
you should vote for this person or that. It's just, this is who was on my show. And some cock wrote, and I deleted it. I, I wanted to write, go fuck yourself, but that would get me banned. Some cock wrote, uh, your show is decent. Stay out of politics. It's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I'm not even in politics, dick. I would never dream on this show of stumping for some cock. I can only say, hey, I want to have sex with Whitmer. That's what I would say. So, you know, you guys got to understand. Well, I I don't think it's any of you folks that I'm talking to directly uh, on the Twitch stream. You all know. You guys are, we're all like on the same page. We bust each other's balls like family. You insult me. I insult you. At the end of the day, it's all good. But my point was this. If someone is going to give me the time of day to give me a scoop, that that is worth mentioning and saying, hey, this is who she is. Check it out for yourself. If you like her, you vote for her. All right? That's all I do. If any person running for can- the candidate... Uh, uh, governorship, the gubernatorial uh, nomination or, or whatever, came up to me and said, hey, I'm running for governor. Can I be on your show? Yeah, sure. I don't give a fuck if you want to. Uh, some of them I, I have a real problem with, like Saldano. I think that guy's a piece of shit. And then that Ryan Kelly cocksucker, I can't stand that guy either. Fuck him. Donna, I don't have any problem at all with Donna. I like Donna. And if Donna wins the uh the race and is elected governor fuck who gives a shit it's not so it wouldn't be my candidate so what she's awesome she's a wonderful human being okay i don't know how you can have two family members so polar opposite donna and dean what the fuck dean will be the new state of michigan comptroller Jason says. Aram says, but seriously, Eric, stay out of politics. I'm not in politics. Aram, you know, you're a mystery because I think you like me and I think you like the show. But nearly everything you say on here, I think that you're being a snarky fuck. I don't know what it is about you. And that's weird to be able to kind of grasp that through text. But I think you're a shit-stirring little Indian-Armenian twat from Tennessee. That's, that's, what I, that's what I feel. That, that's what oozes from your, your, your pores. I, that's, I want you to know that. That every time I see something written down there by you, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, shut up. In fact, you know what? You just put me in a bad mood. And I think someone just earned 10 minutes. Oh! Boom! Oh, my God. There you go. Okay? So go eat some tabbouleh and shut the fuck up. You are a troublemaker. Until you earn back some of that time, 
You have punched a hole in my love bucket, and I will not tolerate that today. It is a lovely Friday. My point in all of this was uh, when people tell me what I need to do, okay, on, on Facebook and shit like that, that grinds my fucking gears so bad. Crank says, Aram, what did he ever do? Yeah, well, I just explained it, baby Huey. I just explained it to you. You have ears. Now use them. Okay? Great Gabagool says, a good Friday 600. You just got crucified. Yeah, I don't know if I want to say that. I don't know if that's... that's. I think I want to stay away from the crucifixion references on the day that Christ Jesus was hung on the cross, guys. That's not a good idea. Come on now. John Jamingo says, Eric, you put yourself in a bad mood. Stop picking on the chat, you big dummy. Did I tell you what to do? Yes, I just did. Don't it, don't it, don't it. Fat, fat, fat. All you fuck you all. Don't it, don't it, don't it. Fat, fat, fat. China has their, wow, their house in order. We need to take a page from them, specifically Shanghai, China, which I hear people saying Shanghai, and I don't, I don't know what's right now. Shanghai, Shanghai. I'll probably refer to it as both. Now, um, I kind of want to live there. I kind of wish I was there right now, leading by example. Shanghai, China is full of patriots, just like all of you. And when I say that, um, I don't mean like in a good way. Uh, to me, that term is insulting. If you are a patriot, you're, you're, well, you're not, you're just, I don't want to know you. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be around you. If you come up to me and say, hi, I'm a patriot. I'm like, I, I hate you. I want you to drown. So I've had it with Patriots. <laughs> Shanghai is full of Patriots. And I think you should all move there and listen to the podcast while you are locked down. They have this dream scenario of mine that I love. It's called zero COVID because they... It's on fire there. It is, uh, it is running rampant. And this is what the U.S. should have done more than two years ago when the first case was here. Now, there's 24 million people in Shanghai, China. And they all have to stay inside until this is done. And what a, what a wonderful way to handle this because, you know, COVID can only stay in your system for so long. And then it, uh, and then you recover or you die. In China, 
what they do is no one leaves the house. And this is, uh, this is a you know, not the easiest work to do. And I, and I feel sorry for the government and the people of Shanghai, China, not the people, the people are the ones that are messing it up. I feel sorry for the government and the police and the military who have to keep these insurrectionists in check. Okay. Because they have one job, stay inside. Now, true. Some of them are starving, but you know, they're probably overweight. And, um, eventually it's all temporary. Okay. If you leave the house, you've got the cops there in hazmat suits that are, that will beat the shit out of you and take you away and lock you up. Okay. And that is when this breaks out here in the U S fingers crossed, fingers crossed that we will have this in place by then. Uh, I doubt it though. And, and that's, that's sad. You know, um, the fact that they have so quickly pivoted to have this outstanding method of keeping COVID in check in Shanghai, China, has me excited about the future of the world. Um, in, in fact, if you, like uh, all the high rises in Shanghai, again, this gigantic city, bigger than any city in the U.S., hell, it's... Uh, my God, 25 million people. That's uh, a, a pretty high percentage of the overall population of the United States. And all these people are screaming out from their windows, we're starving, we're starving. And the cops like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And I'm like, yes, this is what we need. This is what we need from leadership. We need that type of tough attitude to crack down on patriots. These are Chinese patriots. And then some of these jackasses leave the house. Can you believe this? They actually are protesting them being taken care of by the government. And I, for one, am just shocked by all of this. What a what a horrible bunch of people uh, with that type of behavior. So the cops are cracking down on it. And I, for one, am keeping my fingers crossed that we will be able to have this type of wonderful support from the government. Um, thank you, by the way, to Patriot Nick. He sent me that, or fuckface Nick, for sending me that initially. And he labeled it tyranny. And I went, no, no. Dream come true. And you know it. While I'm here explaining to you the brilliance of that maneuver, let me go over this with you because you've heard me on this show say that I want it so that when you step out of your house, you have to breathe into a device that tells you if you have COVID and then you got to go over to your car and you got to breathe into the same device to make the car start. That is how you get rid of this. Frankly, if we had done what Shanghai China did two years ago, we wouldn't have had any of this. I would still, my mom would be here right now if it wasn't for all of you who killed her. And I still can't believe that you guys did that. I mean, I had several people come up to me and say, Eric, I'm sorry about your mother. And I said, well, it's your fault. You did that. And they're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you absolutely did that. 
um, you know, you didn't follow my advice and you didn't follow, you didn't follow uh, what the Chinese did. So I am blaming you. So I would like to welcome you all into the show and thank you for killing my mom. Um, I cannot believe you did that, but I still love you, you know? I, okay, here's what we've covered. You can vote for who you want, and I still love you. You can even vote for Donna, and I love you. Um, and you killed my mother, and I love you, okay? The FDA has given authorization for the first COVID-19 breathalyzer. Yes. The device known as the Inspect IR COVID-19 breathalyzer was granted, wait for it, emergency use authorization, which, you know, most of you are very familiar with. It's because of that emergency use authorization authorization that we have been blessed with this, uh, the COVID shots that keep us all healthy. All right. Which by the way, Tuesday, the NFK and myself getting our shots. Very happy about that. And you should too, but you won't because you're dumb. Uh, emergency use authorization yesterday. I want one of these outside of my house. Um, and so when all of you scumbags come over in July for the pool party slash, uh, cookout slash fiesta, you, I, I hope to have one of these and you cannot walk onto my property unless you use the breathalyzer. And if you disagree and step on my property, you will be shot. It can give results in less than three minutes. I don't know how nimble this is. It's about the size of a piece of carry-on luggage. So that's a little big. And can be used in medical offices and mobile testing sites, the FDA said. The system works by separating and identifying chemical mixtures to detect five compounds associated with the virus. A study of the Inspect IR breathalyzer found it accurately identified more than 91% of positive samples and nearly 100% of negative samples. So we have turned the corner. This is good. And I'm very, very happy about this. And you should be too. I'm so glad to share that news with you. I'm sure you are all overjoyed. Absolutely fantastic. Soaked in bleach says I got my second booster on Monday. Welcome. I love that. Nice job. Kate says, cool, we will visit the hallelujah neighbors whilst we wait for test results. No, you'll wait in the street. They don't want to know you. They don't, they they want nothing to do with you. Terry says, if you fail the test, you get on a train to summer camp. That's funny in a weird way. I, uh, sexy voice, Andrea 
says, I'm going to blow a big juicy fart in your breathalyzer. Wow. You know, what the fuck? You're kind of gross. You can't keep us from your neighbors, says Chris. Oh, man. So there you go. Congrats to China. Keeping those people in line. You're doing a great job. Yesterday, more outstanding training for your old pal, Eric Zane. I hung out with Omar, who's teaching me about the air brakes. And I think I'm getting that down, man. Because basically, when you sit next to the test examiner, and I said May 2nd, and I he said, because you want to take the test May 2nd? I go, yeah, sure, sounds good. So then I sit down with him. He goes, you, uh, when do you want to take the test? I said, well, you told me May 2nd. He goes, well, I, you didn't confirm it. No, I did. I'm like, are you, what, are you high or something? I go, he goes, you got a lot to learn. After you learn the air brakes, you still got to go on the outside of the vehicle, and we haven't even driven. I go, yeah, maybe you're right. Let's not schedule the actual test yet. He goes, okay, let's wait. Let's keep practicing. All right, tell me more about these air brakes, Eric. So he's he's like acting like the state examiner that, you know, I have to pay $175 for this test. And I go, all right, uh, Omar, uh, welcome. All right, here's my test. All right, here's uh, here's how we go over the inside of the of the vehicle. And I'm talking all this shit. Very, very boring. I'm, I'm doing the air brakes. And then he might stop me and say, no, 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 you forgot this. Remember this. Okay. So, all right. And uh, so then that all unfolds. All good. No big deal. Nothing Nothing dramatic happening there. It's all part of this process of getting the CDL. Now, the guys at the limo place are like, oh, man, as soon as we get another CDL driver, Eric, uh, this is really going to move the meter. And I said to these guys, I go, look, don't expect me to drive any more than what I am right now, which is like next to nothing. I'm fucking busy all the fucking time. This is... You know, th- what I do here, it's gotten to a point now where the amount of hours in a day uh, that I, I sit here doing what I do, it, it takes all of my time. I don't have time to shit or eat. So I, I, I hate to break the news to you. I am going to be the pinch hitter for the pinch hitter. Okay. You can't. No, I just can't do it. There's too much riding on this. So then Omar says to me, okay, can you come back on Saturday to do more training? Now, this is a perfect example of how basements don't get painted. Saturday, I have to be out of this house at about 515 and drive to Muskegon for the uh, West Michigan Ironman football game. So that means from the time I wake up, until 5.15, I can work on the basement. And I'm always committing to things and putting that into the back seat, the basement. And uh, though I did get some work done on it, I did more taping this week, uh, during this week. and um, But it's still not getting done. So I'm like, okay, well, another weekend is approaching. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Hey, uh, hey, dude. Uh, hey, do you think you could come over and you could help me out get this podcast started? Because he wants, he wants to do his own podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming over. Saturday's good. And, okay. All right, man. I'll let you know what time. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. I'm going to give him 
half an hour tops. Okay. And it's got to be, you know, relatively early. I don't want the middle of the day, you know, having to drop everything, go over to his damn house. Uh, this is what it's going to sound like because, you know, he's got a toddler. Kid's like 15 months old. Hey, uh, here, fucking Jameson. Fucking, uh, here, I got to feed Jameson. Fucking A. All right, here, eat your fucking food, Jameson. Everything is, he swears so much in front of that kid. It's remarkable. And I said, I'm like, dude, and it's, every time he does it, I wince. I go, dude, you better stop. You better stop now. Are you going to be like that baby that we played the clip of? Uh, what the hell? What was the kid saying? Fucking shit or fucking bullshit or something like that. Sounded like Chris from Minnesota. Stop. Quit swearing in front of your kid. So my point is the weekend fills up so fast. So then I've got now all of a sudden, what was I was going to get work on the basement done before the Ironman game. It has turned into now I've got limo training, CDL training, and Kyle. And I committed to Omar. And then this morning I woke up and I wrote Omar and I go, buddy, I can't do it. My wife wants me to paint the basement. So I'm out. He goes, no problem. Just study up. So good. See, that's smart. I still, I was still going to hang out with Kyle for just a short amount of time, but I will get work done. Hang on. For those of you that are aware, I will be back at the hockey game uh, tonight. That is uh, put to bed. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, shit. Damn it. It was right there. It was right there. We had drama in the house last night. And let me just tell you, uh, the reason why is because our youngest daughter, Madison, uh, is back for a few days for this weekend. I don't know what the hell it is, but, uh, she's back until like Monday. And uh, so it's it's remarkable the dynamic of the house, how it changes. And what I mean by that is I come walking into the house and upstairs I hear, Come on. And now, you know, I know just by the sound of the cries what the reason for the crying is. Like there's a difference between um, I'm sad cry to I'm having an anxiety moment cry to this is a, a cry over a boy. Those are three different cries. So I don't have to hear words. It's just based on the, (laughs) I am aware of what this issue is. So that is the first bit of information that I process as I'm walking up the steps. And from behind her door, I hear wails, you know, and uh, crying. And I, I go, oh, well, this is a boy problem. Uh, Madison and boys, and uh, I mean, if she was a lesbian, I'm sure girls don't mix right now at this stage of the game. 
and she is learning that. So this is actually a very good thing that happened. Um, yeah, there's been numerous, you know, just not good times with a partner, a boyfriend in all the cases up to this point. Um, I knock on the door and then I open it and she's on FaceTime and there, I hear all these voices. It's some type of group meeting with several females and Madison. And, uh, not only is she crying, but all of these women are weeping. And I'm like, what, what movie set am I walking into right here, right now? What is happening? And she goes, oh, you gotta get out, get out there. No, get out of here. I go, okay. <laughs> Way ahead of you. <laughs> Close the door. I, uh, she's fine. I just went in there. I wanted to make sure that she wasn't like at the end of a rope or bleeding out into a bucket. Okay. I just want to make sure, because as you know, 27 and under, if something as simple as, uh, you pour the cereal into the bowl and then open the fridge and no milk, 99% of people 27 and under will kill themselves. So, you know, I'm concerned. She's not good. I go uh, walking into Diana's room or our room and I go, Hey, what's up with Mad Madison? She goes, boys. I go, who? And she says, well, and she says a name and I go, I don't know anything about him. Now she then goes, yes, you do. Yes, you do know. And I go, well, I'm telling you right now, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But as of this moment right now, I don't know that name. Can you please start from the beginning and not bust my balls over what I remember and what I don't remember? Just give me the details. What's going on? Why is Madison losing her mind? She fills me in. Okay. Turns out she had enough sense with the, the dude who she went on a couple dates with to say to him, I can't have a boyfriend right now. I'm just too busy and this is just not going to work out. And the young man was disappointed, of course, you know, and, uh, she was, uh, sad because he was sad. That's it. That's it. So I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty damn good. Cause normally she waits until the relationship grows and then it just becomes kind of messy, you know, whatever. She's still figuring herself out. Uh, I walked by the door again. And now what was, what I witnessed was that was a sorority powwow. Okay. Because this is why you get into a sorority. When a, when boy trouble happens, you call on the super friends and then they get together with you and you have a, this type of therapy that takes place. It's a sorority cry fest and it worked it. I'm like, you know, this thing, what started out for me was, oh, I don't want you. You shouldn't join a sorority. What the hell is that all about? Now I'm like, yeah, go team, go sorority. Yes. I am all about it. I want to get some of their gear and wear it here on the show. So then, uh, as I walk 
by the door. I don't dare go in. Madison is talking to one of the sisters, and I hear her say, so-and-so, you didn't make me gay. Okay, so now I don't know the context of this. I don't know what's going on, but I thought, well, maybe Madison is gay. Maybe she is into chicks. And what I just heard was something that I she wouldn't want me to hear, but she revealed it because she talks loud. So I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe she's gay. I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, fuck, it's not my business. So then uh, I go into the room and I go, hey, do you think Madison's a little lesy? And she goes, what the fuck? I go, no, no, I'm just asking because I just heard this. I mean, she would tell you before she tells me. So is she eating at the Y? And she goes, no, no, I don't, I don't think so. I go, well, I'm just telling you. I don't know if it was, I don't know the context of what I just heard. I'm just telling you what I heard. I'm get, get, no one tells me anything. I'm the last to know. Uh, anything that if you notice in this conversation i haven't been aware of anything i had to pick up what i picked up from her through context and wailing noises and then when i go to diana and ask questions she fucking busts my balls because oh you do know you are aware i'm like well i'm telling you i'm not can you just talk to me i haven't done anything wrong holy cow so fucking severe drama going on here i'm like and she's been home for like minutes at this point it's like wow holy shit okay and i still don't know anything i don't know if she's lesbian now um i'm gonna have to ask her today if she's a lesbian okay i need to actually say so you wait a minute uh john asked the question madison is a shrub scout which is fantastic. I am going to ask her that. Hey, uh, and I'll tell you how it went. I'm going to say, hey, um, are you a shrub scout? I, I, you know, I'm 51 years old. I'll be 52 in July. And I have never heard a shrub scout. And that is fantastic. Soaked in bleach says, call her and ask. No, I don't want to do that because she's sound asleep right now. No, I I can't. I can't do that, guys. I don't want to ask her on the Patreon or the podcast if she's a, if she's a shrub scout. Okay. John Jamingo, you get a star on that forehead, my friend. Okay. For shrub scout. All right. The show happens live every day on Twitch. Thank you for being here. If you get it later on in the day on, you know, the audio podcast, wherever you download podcasts, if you could go online to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and subs and uh, follow the page or download the Twitch app. Do it that way. Search Eric Zane live. Once you download the Twitch app and it will send you a notification when I go live. So if you ever want to at 8 a.m. Eastern daylight time, um, hear the show and you can put it on just like you're listening to the radio. You can put it through your car stereo or whatever car radio, your Bluetooth or plug in. It's, you know, it will replace your favorite radio show. It's 
radio sucks. This is better than your favorite radio show. Okay? So listen to it while it's live. And then that way, less people are listening to the the favorite radio show, which is good. Because, Because it sucks. I almost dropped Mother Mary there. All I wanted to do was move her over, and I almost knocked her over on Good Friday. All right. Uh, so there you go. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Both of those brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. The Duchess of New Jersey has to leave us. She says, have a great day. You can take it with you. Put it on your phone. What are you doing? Are you, why, why are you leaving me? What's going on here? For the love of God, this is not fair. You can't just leave. All right. Sam the Jew says she probably has to go cook. Adam the Odd says her favorite radio program is coming on. All right. Twitter, uh, if you could, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT and the almighty YouTube. Uh, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell notification brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss. Um, I've got a guest coming up a little bit later on today. We've got some drama in the Eric Zane Show podcast world or family centers around one Stu McAllister who's probably sleeping right now and uh, this has to do with Stu and the jobs all right um, want to share with you right now hopefully I'll be successful this is a clip of Aaron Rodgers, who, if you take a look at him here, look at how much of a douchebag he looks like. This picture is taken from Bitcoin 2022 conference. It says it uh, drew cryptocurrency industry professionals and investors to Miami. Look at him. What a fucking douchebag. Side note. I am no closer to understanding anything about cryptocurrency than I was before. I, I am, I have actually sat down and said, I am going to read this and I am going to figure this out. What is going on here? And every time I do, it's like quantum physics to me. The other thing that I've only heard about recently that I still don't understand, I guess are called NFTs. And um, that is even worse for me. And please, it, it you are wasting your time if you try to rat-a-tat-tat type out for me what it is. Unless if you can explain it in an anecdotal way. That is the only way I will be able to process it. Uh, keep it dumb. If any of you could be so kind as to put out a well-thought anecdotal 
type of description of these two things for your old pal Eric Zane, then I don't know. Perhaps there's a chance I could figure this out. But I, it's, wow, I just feel lost. I don't get it. This clip, though, has nothing to do with any of that. Aaron Rodgers is at a football camp. He's right here. He's the quarterback in this clip. And it looks like uh, it looks like there's some adults here. This guy's an adult. This guy's an adult. Young person. This This one right here is the young kid who is the star. Rodgers wants to throw the ball to this big guy. The big guy, just as Rodgers is starting his throw, is going to stop and go the opposite way. This little fella reads it, and Rodgers throws it right to him and picks him off. And watch what the kid does, and watch what Rodgers does. (laughs) Okay. Now, for those of you who aren't watching this, uh, Roger, the kid picks Rogers off and then runs up to Rogers. This kid can't be more than like 13 years old and hands him the ball in this annoying way. That's like rubbing his, it's like rubbing a dog's nose and shit right here. Okay. I guess it was this guy who broke the route. So look at this. Rogers throws it right to the kid and the kid picks Rogers off. And then Rogers throws the fucking football at the kid. He threw the football at him. <laughs> oh my god is that awesome now i can't tell if rogers is smiling there i'm just gonna assume that he's pissed off okay i want to assume that aaron Rodgers is pissed off okay because i can't stand aaron Rodgers. fuck that guy that is awesome I'm so glad that that happened. Okay. So much to get to today. There's no fucking way I'm going to get to all of this show today. I have written down so many different things to talk about, and I'm already uh, 5-0, nearly 5-0 minutes into it, 50 minutes in. So it's impossible. It's impossible. But uh, a reminder that uh, I have my Patreon podcast, and yesterday, um, you know, I was – talking about one of you i need one a day i want one new patreon member a day to check it out which one of you is going to make the commitment a lot of you already are thank you some of you were in the past and just enjoy the free one now some of you are banned and cannot all right entirely different thing but yesterday i needed one i needed one and i did not get it today I need two. I need two people to sign up on the Patreon. Yes, I know. I'm asking you for your hard-earned money. But if you're looking for something more to listen to, this is what you need. Okay, if you already enjoy me more than anything on the planet, which all of you do, the world needs more me. We all know that. So you get it from the Patreon. Today... I will be releasing the audio from the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which was an absolute joy yesterday, including more dildo talk with Amanda. I'll also be releasing the Lost Zane recordings, 
and the insane asylum. I did not have time to get that done yesterday because busy. But that's all going up there today on the Patreon. For five bucks or ten bucks a month, you can have it all. I want it all. I want it all. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I need two today. Thank you to Jamingo. Thank you to the Rubberneckers. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you to Dylan Gearlings. You're awesome. And anyone else who has signed up recently on Patreon. Amy. Amy Dallas. She's a new one. Thank you so much, Amy. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Bennett Flooring. 616-318-0167. We are minutes away from announcing the recipient of the Bennett Flooring, Great Flooring Giveaway for Easter. I have, uh, well, we have, we do have a recipient. Get to that momentarily. If you have flooring that needs to be installed into your home, and you are in West Michigan. Bennett Flooring Installation is who you call. 616-318-0167. They are awesome. They'll show up at your house. Measure that room. They'll say thanks for the time. We'll uh, send you an email with the uh, cost to install the flooring in this house. And that's it. Um, so they specialize in, well, a lot of things. They can do the full service job where they take out the old flooring and help you decide on the new flooring and then install the new flooring or if you're like, hey, I already got the flooring. I've already ripped up the old stuff. Just install this. They're like, okay, that's fine too. That's the cheapest way to do it. 616-318-0167. So that means it's the least expensive for the most professional look. 616-318-0167 Bennett Flooring Installation. Um, the flooring that I want you to buy has to come from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. That's along Chicago Drive behind the Little Caesars on the north side of that street. Uh, ugly, tan, pole barn looking building with a small red sign that says Johnson's Carpet. They buy flooring in bulk by the trailer full. And then it goes inside of the warehouse. They buy the most popular designs and brands of flooring, any type of flooring, hardwood, Vinyl plank, carpeting, uh, tile. And then they make it available at a lower than normal price anywhere else because they buy so much of it, they get it cheaper. You add on top of that, that if you mention my name to Kent, drop the E out of you, you will save 10% at Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Thank you very much. Bosco's Pub, we're going to meet there for a support the Chinese government rally on the 30th of April at 2 p.m. I want to see you at Bosco's Pub. Uh, we're going to do that before we go over to the racetrack at Berlin Raceway uh, for racing that night. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Go there this weekend uh, for food and drinks in Hudsonville, Michigan. Bosco'spub.com. Hang on. Fucking bit my lip the other day. And now a canker sore is growing. Fucking stupid. <sighs> this person writes, Eric. 
you probably have a ton of submissions. Here is another for the great flooring giveaway. Now, as you know, we got a lot of these. I gave a stack of them, of all of them, to the NFK, one to the Queen of the Forest and one to me, of all the same, and we all read them. Uh, once we narrowed it down to three, we then um, had a discussion, and we determined that we all agreed that this makes the most sense. They all make a ton of sense. And I, I can't stress enough for everyone who sent in, hey, would you please consider this to be a recipient, whether it's a self-nomination or nominating of someone. This is so damn painful to have to say, you, this one is being is the recipient. And um, I'm not going to get into the thought process of why one is chosen of the other, but we do have to discern. And that is hard. That is like, oh, fuck. This is hard to make this decision. It really is. Um, I don't ever want you to be discouraged because I have a pretty strong feeling that this is going to happen more down the road because of the generosity of Jacob and Jason, the Bennett boys. That being said, I'm going to read... Um, the information surrounding this recipient of the Easter great flooring giveaway. Uh, Eric, I know this person reached out to you separately for the last flooring giveaway, but was still humble when not chosen, when she wasn't chosen because she knows that it went to someone who needed it more than her. She moved into her home in such and such area in West Michigan last May with her three children. One child is 16, one child is 14, and one child is nine. Along with her German Shepherd and her two cats. She was so emotional but feeling so happy to finally be able to give her children a proper home after having to live in a small residence for the last three years because her ex-husband they were married for more than 10 years decided to ruin her credit huh, as they were going through the divorce proceedings and she had to rent the residence that she was in until her credit was repaired after seven years but she persevered she is such a deserving soul because she is doing an amazing job taking care of everyone all the time, but especially the kids. Cooking, cleaning, rides to and from games and practices, homework, etc. She has also spent a ton of money on various home improvements, but it is her home. Those had to be addressed. Flooring was on the back burner. I would love for this person to get a, a set of flooring, a flooring, flooring that she needs, but also one she would get excited about. The animals had some trouble acclimating to the new home and consequently the flooring suffered. Kane, asshole, 
chewed holes through the carpeting and padding in a few spots beneath his crate. Uh, The cats dug at the carpeting near the doors to get into the rooms. There's pictures. I've seen that looks like my house. There are parts where the floor meets the carpet and it's coming up in the kitchen. There's water damage on the hardwood from where the dishwasher exploded. The dog just last week chewed up an ink pen and this person tried to clean it up as best as she could, but I can see it's blue there. The pick doesn't really do it justice. I'm trying to give you some visuals and really put some time into this because of the importance of this. A lot of people count on her to get through uh, their day. If she could just get one big thing like new flooring checked off her list, that would be such a burden lifted for her. It's what I talked about. This is really fantastic when a person gets flooring. They're like, oh my God, one less thing to worry about. There you go. This is the sweetest person in the world, and I think you would agree. Thanks for the consideration. Sincerely, so-and-so. Well, congratulations. The flooring is going to be installed by the boys. I will pass this along to them. Happy Easter. Alleluia, alleluia, he is risen. And the flooring situation is going to rise from the dead at her home three days from now the flooring what no i don't know about that i don't know if it's going to be three days i don't know if i can commit to that um madison says she's going to her ortho appointment so i need to bring her in now we're talking now i can do this i can ask the question about being a shrub scout Unless, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Hello. Hey, how you doing, honey? Hi, I'm leaving. Yeah, it says here you're going to your orthodontic, uh, orthodontist appointment, right? Yeah. Hey, um, is every, I, I heard there was a lot of, uh, uh, activity going on last night and then that all settled down. I, I'm assuming you got some help from your sisters, right? What are you talking about? Are you telling the whole podcast? No, 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 no. I was just saying you were yelling and screaming and the ladies helped you out. Correct. I talked to mom. No. When I walked in there, you were like, uh, on the phone. I was on the phone with Kaylee. Yeah. And that's one of the sisters. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. No. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to talk about that. All I want to talk about is when I was walking by, I heard you say, no, you you didn't make me gay. <laughs> so I wanted to know if you've become a shrub scout. No, it was, it was joking, dad. Oh, I mean, that's okay. If you were, I mean, I just, I just wanted to know because I'm always the last Can to know. I talk about this on the air. Well, I mean, I heard it and I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I thought you so wouldn't you- mind. You asked in front of your audience? No, no. I'm just asking now. You're on the air. Yes. I'll just talk to you later. Oh, okay. All right. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Okay. Hey, you mad at me? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure you weren't a shrub scout. Bye. All right. I love you. Okay. See ya.
Looking at some of these quotes. Uh, there goes Pooh Bear Jr. points. Shovel deeper. Uh, jump on the grenade. Pull the ripcord. This is trouble. Abort. Get out of there, man. Abort. Red alert. Abort, abort, abort. Oh boy, can of worms. Run, run, run. Aram said early in this, is he going to ripcord? No, I'm not going to ripcord. You can't ripcord. Nick says, oh boy, you're fucked. I'll order you some ointment for the world of injuries you just set yourself up for. Terry says, muff munchkin. Sari says, Sari. Sarah says, no, she laughed at Shrub Scout. I think I'm good. I don't think it's going to be a problem. All right. I think that went well. I think that was actually an excellent thing that happened. Hey, I'll tell you what. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take an intermission and go pee, and then I'm going to call Madison and I mean, you guys seem to think that she's mad at me, but I don't think so at all. I think that that went very well. Yeah, it's fine. Oh. It's fine. Oh, it's, it's perfect. Um, Sam, the Jew writes scissor me timbers. Great Gabagool dropping homemade family sushi roll. No. She's, uh, that going back there to discuss that was, uh, more of, you got it. You can't just throw me on the podcast and just start talking about me crying and shit. She's more mad about that. She laughed at the uh, uh, Shrub Scout, which, what a fucking great term. Man, That I think we need to focus on that. That is the big takeaway. Kyle says she should be used to it by now, and she was. She's laughing. She's laughing. She's like, Shrub Scout? What the fuck is Shrub Scout? Fucking hilarious. All right. Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? John, you know what? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about John Hinckley, the guy who shot Ronald Reagan. Remember him? Well, uh, in June, he will be completely free. I'm free. I'm free. Um, he's been out of prison. And at, on June, I'm sorry, in June, he's going to be out of his court-ordered restrictions that he's lived under for years. All he's been able to do is live with his mom and play guitar and sing. And, well, his YouTube channel went crazy. John Hinckley has 26,000 followers on YouTube. 
He started his own record label, apparently. Hang on a second here. This is the guy who shot Ronald Reagan. He's crazy as fuck. And, uh, (laughs) fuck. He has uh, now started his own record label. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing great. I like to say that I'm starting a record label. It's called Emporia Records. E-M-P-O-R-I-A. Emporia Records. And the first release on this label will be a 14-song CD of my music. But I'm also going to be bringing up music by other people. Music that I think needs to be heard. So if you feel like you would like to be on this label of mine, if you want to submit a demo you can do that just send in a a a cassette cd or cassette oh i was kidding (laughs) he fuck okay poor guy i i actually feel bad about this and this is back in 2021 december 2021 so a handful of months ago he actually has a cassette player who even has a cd player nowadays to emporia records P.O. Box 240, Williamsburg, Virginia, 23187. And that, that's that's the address if you want to reach me uh, for any other reason. Just any and all correspondence. Go to Emporia Records, P.O. Box 240, Williamsburg, Virginia, 23187. Uh, okay, what do you think is a bigger upset? John Hinckley Jr. becoming famous because of, I mean, utilize, he is utilizing his notoriety from trying to kill the president. And, but it doesn't feel like, I mean, the guy has to do something, right? Um, and it's not like the songs are called, uh, I shot Ronald Reagan or uh, Jim Brady's dead blues or something like that. All of his songs are about like uh, growth and shit. Like, look at this. I've, I've made fun of this before, but Everybody, hope you're doing great. I just like to say that I now have 18 songs of mine on all the music streaming sites, Spotify, Apple music, <laughs> Holy Amazon fuck. music, Pandora. He's everywhere. iTunes, all the rest so check out my 18 songs on the music streaming sites right now i want to do another original song of mine well i don't know what is wrong with this world i want to see some love yeah everybody's fighting here and there want to see some love yeah 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 Long, la 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 long, la 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 I like John Hinckley Jr. I, um, <laughs> Kyle says, I feel like I should be stoned, drunk, and barefoot at some festival. 
Kenny says, want to see some love and bullets flying in the air to spread the joy. Songs about growth. Jody, you make my wiener grow. You see, guys, this is why he has the comments turned off. Because of shit like this. Asshole comments by you dicks fucking it up. Oh, okay. Well, actually, the comments are on on this one. But on some of them, they're off. Uh, Let's see. Hello, John. I'm a huge fan of your work. I love your songs, too. John, I was once a sinner. Still ain't a saint by any means, but I'm a changed man. I served 17 years in prison, was also deemed a lost cause, and no hope for change. Well, I've been out since 2014. I'm a single father of a wonderful six-year-old boy. All right. Uh, This person wrote, literally went from assassination attempt to this. NGL, that's pretty cool. Uh, I feel bad for him because he just wants to escape his past and be peaceful. I agree with that. I I actually feel bad for the guy. Or maybe he's duping us. Maybe because uh, the story goes in this particular um, story that he has a he just has scheduled a sold out concert. John Hinckley Jr is going to play a sold-out concert after his unconditional release coming up in June. So people love the guy. He announced the show on t- uh, on a Twitter post last week, writing that he will be performing at New York City Burroughs Market Hotel on July 8th. Get your tickets while you can, Hinkley wrote at the time. According to Pilot Venue, the website selling tickets to the event, the show is now sold out. So maybe he's duping us. Maybe he's going to get all those people there, and then he's going to say, Hey, how you doing? I'm so glad you're here. I'm getting ready to sing. All we want is hope and love. And then he's going to throw a claymore, and then kablamo, everybody's gone. I Now, for me, I wouldn't be caught dead at this fucking show. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll watch the video. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He seems like a nice guy, but do I really want to go and hang out with John Hinckley Jr.? Who the fuck is rolling the dice on this one? The assassination attempt took place in 1981 when Hinckley was just 25 years old. Um... Secret Service agent, a cop, and then White House Press Secretary James Brady were all wounded in the incident. Hinckley said he was trying to impress Jodie Foster and was found not guilty by reason of insanity by a jury in 1982. He spent time in a psychiatric care unit until 2016, after which he was mandated to live with his mom, who died last year, and with other court-ordered restrictions. Wow. This is remarkable. You know some asshole is going to try to get Jodie Foster to go there. Now, can you imagine if she showed up, though? That would be the thing that might actually push that dude back over the edge, you know? I mean, seriously. What a strange world we live in. Holy cow. Kyle says, I heard 38 Special is the headliner. Josh says, this idiot sells out a venue. Eric can only get 56 viewers. 59 as of right now. 
Adam says, I'm going to laugh if somebody goes to it and shoots him. What? Kenny says he's going to attract like-minded individuals and we should bomb the joint while they're all there. Change my mind. <laughs> all we need is love. All we need is love. All right. I think the volume just got weird on this thing. Check, check. Hello, testing. Hello. Hello, this is Ron. Hope I didn't just screw up my sound. Everything's all wonky now. I'm sorry. Hang on. All we need is love. All we need is love. Yeah, yeah. All we need is love. John Hinckley Jr. coming to a venue near you. Okay, Berlin Raceway. I'm giving away tickets, but they made a judgment call that they are um, going to postpone this weekend's races till the 23rd. So I am still going to give away those tickets on social media, but now everything's been pushed. So I guess just too cold? I don't know. Anyway, an adjustment has been made. Berlin Raceway, berlinraceway.com. They are awesome. And they want you to know that they want to see you and your family there for the icebreaker race, which is now on the 23rd. Tickets are just five bucks, 15 and under, free. How about that? And uh, there you go, man. You can bring in a cooler 12 by 18. You can bring in your snacks, whatever you want PB&J, soft drinks, uh, cans only, no, or I should say no glass and no alcohol. You got to buy the booze there. It is affordable family fun at Berlin Raceway. Online at berlinraceway.com. That is awesome. Thank you so much to Berlin Raceway. Uh, Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay, so whether it's contracted work or it is uh, uh, managed IT work, uh, for your business, if you have any tech issues or you want to make an upgrade, sit down with the folks from Blue Frost IT for a complimentary consultation. Bluefrostit.com, 616-200-8550. That's 616-200-8550. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. You need a mortgage anywhere in the United States. This is who you call. 231-332-6505. There are exceptions. South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Thank you so much to Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay, hang on. I need something to drink. All we need is love. I have to send my guest a text message. Okay. Because he said, send me one before you're getting ready to call. Hey, buddy. Dot, dot, dot. I'm going to call you in a couple minutes. Period. Uh, I am trying not to get caught in the middle of this. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay, this concerns our beloved pal, Stu McAllister, from the... Hold up. No! No, no, stop. He's licking his paws. Everything's falling apart here. Stop licking your paws. We cannot do that. No paw licking in the room. Uh, Stu told me at the beginning of this week, that he quit the new job. Um, he had It hadn't been revealed, but he got the job with the assistance of one of the Zaniacs, who I think they were pretty tight. And then Stu quit the job. And then I heard from Jeremy, Jeremy K, Rainbow Flag Jeremy, He's like, yeah, he fucking quit, and I'm I'm mad. And I'm like, well, what are you mad about? He didn't like the job. Um, so then I said, yeah, just wait, sleep on it. Don't say anything yet. Well, Stu did his podcast, and Jeremy got even more pissed about that. And so Stu talked about quitting the job on his podcast. You may have heard it on the LMNO podcast. Um, Jeremy wrote, I have thought over the stew thing all week. If you are interested, I would like to give a rebuttal to the bullshit Stu said on his podcast Monday. Maybe you don't want to get involved. No, I do. But you do love some drama. I will be free this morning. So if you want to talk, that's okay. He says, Stu went scorched earth. I am ready to set the record straight. So they are not on the same page. So we're going to get some background of this and break this shit down. I'm all about it. Fuck yes. Good morning. Hey, Jeremy, what's up? Hi. Hey, I wanted to give a rebuttal to a certain topic that was discussed on a different podcast. Yeah, you know, and I was just getting everybody caught up. And I, expl- okay. I ex- right. this is what this is as far as I went. Stu was working for a company that you helped him get the job. Yes. And uh, he revealed on his podcast what you found out first from the guy that hired him, which is your boss. 
You you had approached the boss and said, hey, I think this guy would fit nice. So Stu got hired, and then it didn't work out. He quit. Your boss tells you. You're like, what the fuck? And then Stu goes on his podcast, and he said something you didn't like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Stu was working a second shift job that he was miserable at. And uh, I know for a fact that Stu likes to drive. He likes to run routes. And that's what we do. We drive. We run routes. Something, And I think this would be a good job for Stu. You know, it'd be same as dipping dots, except instead of delivering ice cream, it's, it's doing something else. But it's still driving, running a route. So, um, I, you know, a guy at our place, he quit. He gave us two weeks. And I did think about Sue for a little while because of Sue's work history. I'm like, do I really want to recommend this guy? Because he tends to go through a lot of jobs, and I don't want to be made to look like an asshole. But then at the end of the day, I decided, yeah, let's give give Stu a, a call. So I called him, I explained the job to him, and he said, yeah, it's perfect. I'm like, all right. So he got the job because of me. Okay. Um, you know, they, my boss didn't even consider anybody else. It was Stu uh-huh. only. So I was like, awesome. And, you know, he worked with us for two weeks. And actually, Stu did let me know before he told my boss, okay. yeah, man, this could be my last day. I'm like, are you kidding? He said, no, man, this isn't a fit for me. I I, I can't do it. I, I got to go. All right. All right. All right, Stu. You know, and then after that, he told my boss, and you know, that was fine. I was disappointed, and because you know we needed help, that's why we hired him. We needed help, and you know, I, I just kind of disappointed it didn't work out. But I was not mad at him. I still would have wanted to, you know, associate with him and be his friend. But then, you know, I listened to his podcast on Monday, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's like acting like it was the worst job ever, and everybody that worked there was assholes, and it was. And it was none of those things. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, everybody respected him and treated him nicely. Everybody did their best to train him. And uh, for him to go scorch earth like that, it's like, fuck you, dude. Well, you know? okay. This is, this is all I'll say about that. Um, I think the only mistake was he didn't tell you that, hey, I'm going to really embellish this. I'm guessing that I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm guessing that the the showbiz side of this, he wanted to jazz up the story, so he kind of like, uh, I mean, it would be boring if he just said, ah, it just didn't work out. He's got a, you know what I mean? Sometimes, I mean, I do that. I'll, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll spice it up with some rage, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I, uh, I would, I would be, I don't know if you'd necessarily want to uh, throw him under the bus over that. You know what I mean? Well, you know, how about a, uh, hey, man, thanks. It didn't work out, but I really appreciate you giving me a chance because, you know, this this job would have vastly improved his financial status. Oh, so you didn't get that? No. Well, he, when he told you that he quit, no. he just said, hey, that's it. And then he didn't say, hey. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was supposed to work with him on Thursday. I was going to train him on some. And he said, yeah, listen, no, that's not going to happen. No, <laughs> this is my last day. It's not working. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Really, you know, it, it makes me look bad at work too. Because everybody's like, "Hey, what happened to your friend? Why did he quit?" Okay. Well, I, I don't want to say because he's just like a malcontent and he's never happy with anything. And you know, I don't want to be. I don't want. But that's that's just the truth. The guy, you know, I I, I try to help him, but he just he's just not happy with anything. Okay. And um, I feel bad for him. I, I hope that maybe this time Dippin' Dots is is uh, gonna. Given what it hasn't given him in the past, but you know, I 
Yeah. I'm sorry. That's... Yeah, you know, and I, I, I think having you on <clears throat> to explain it is fine. I just, I just want to make sure, I mean, uh, I understand you're sensitive to that, but is there anything else other than he didn't really express appreciation the way you'd want that seemed troublesome with him on the podcast? No, you know, you know, it's funny to listen to his podcast because, like, every podcast starts off with Stu rambling. Yes. Which basically means Stu bitching. Bitching about <laughs> this, that, and the other. And when it has nothing to do with you, it's funny. You know, I laugh at it. Oh, yes. Stu's funny. Right. But, you know, when, I, when it has to do with you and your job and your coworkers, it's like, no, wait a minute. Fuck the shit. You know, that's that's not right. And, uh, I don't know, it, it really did set me off. I didn't even listen to the whole podcast. I listened to, like, first bit of it and it's just clear that this is not what i wanted here so i turned it off and you know i haven't listened since but um yeah i guess he hurt my feelings to be honest with you yeah and i and i get it and that's that's a human nature um and i so i don't fault that i don't fault any of uh of, of the scenario i'm just trying to i mean you guys have gotten along and oh yeah so i think that's the only thing when it comes to uh, it doesn't matter the audience. If someone is podcasting and trying their best to entertain, and I try regularly, and so does he, I think that a lot, unless someone says this is absolutely 100% serious, and I, 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 I don't think he means, I think he is, uh, he's, he doesn't mean anything by it. It's, it's, I think it's more for show. I really do. Uh-huh. I don't uh, think I don't think yeah, you should. I mean, I can I can see that. I mean, he's yeah. got a he's got a certain persona that he. I don't. It's a persona maybe he's playing on on the podcast, but I think it really is just his personality. It's just well, uh, you know, it didn't work out in the job, and that's and then we can expect that now. I mean, the guy's still trying to find his way, and I'm not here to indict him one way or another. I just. I just don't want you guys like at each other's throats over this. No, I mean, I'm just you know. I, you know, I mean, he was a he was a good friend. He, he joined our bowling team when we needed uh, somebody. Somebody got their wrist got uh, broken, so he stepped for our team. And you know, he, he was at our house for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, and, and oh, stuff like yeah. that. And you know, he, he was a dear friend. But that's just not how you treat a friend. Okay, so what if he turns it around and says, "Hey, man, what I said on the podcast, uh, you know, that was just a podcast, and I really do appreciate. It. I mean, what if he did one of those deals? Would that would that go a long way? Yeah, I mean, I I I, I believe in giving people second chances. Okay, he's not a bad guy. He just did a bad thing. Okay, all right. Well, I'll try to make that. I'll try to impress upon him the importance of reaching out to you, Jeremy. Okay. Okay. How's yeah. that? Hey, was that a That's- gay was that a gay bowling league by chance? Yeah, but you know you weren't required to suck dick to bowl, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, keep it going and, and just bowl. There, there are there's um, straight people. There are certain straight people there, and there's there's women that are straight. So it's most it's mostly gay. Yeah. Hey, how's that gorgeous hunk Rico? He's wonderful. Okay. We're going to go to the uh, race scene in a couple weeks, so we'll, we'll see you there. Uh, actually, we'll see the Rascals first, I guess, and then we're going to go to the race. All right. Sounds good. I hope so you... Roscoe's is Bosco's. Bosco's, correct. Yeah, I got to get that name right. Bosco's. We're going to Bosco's, and then we're going to go to the race. All right, buddy. So, I, I look forward to that. Hey, I appreciate you, okay? All right, I appreciate you. All right, man. There you go. Hey, take care. See ya. Right, bye. Hang on a second. I got to get started.
doing here now. Mm -hmm. I should have brought him on at the same time. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll get Jeremy up. Hey, what are you doing? Sitting here doing a whole lot of nothing. Oh, man. Hey, I got to talk to you. I'm on the podcast. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy K., who you worked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reached out to me. He goes, I need to respond to Stu. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, I'm so mad at him. I'm so mad at him. And I go, oh, okay. So he gets on and he's talking about like, because I listen to your podcast. And, yeah. uh, and he, and he goes, Oh yeah, it was all scorched earth. And so I tried to talk him down from the ledge. I go, well, you got to realize he's doing a show. So, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna amp it up. I wouldn't take that personally. Uh, that, that sounds right. Right. Sure. You know, I mean, uh, if you just said I had a job and lost it, I mean, nobody would be boring. Right. Yes. And that's your number one responsibility to make people laugh and enjoy the podcast. Right. Okay. So I told him that. And yeah. then, but he said that all he wanted was the, you know, he was a little hurt because he wanted to, he wanted a, Hey man, I'm sorry. It didn't work out. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, he thought you might've would have been a little bit more appreciative. He felt a little bit uh, hurt by how, how you left. Gotcha. So do you want me to get him on the phone and bring him in? You guys can talk about it right now. <laughs> are we doing a jerry springer moment yeah I, I just got done talking to him and i figured i'd talk to you and ask you if i should bring him in and then we can solve this right fucking now because you guys are fucking friends you know he had you oh, over yeah. thanksgiving and you went bowling with him but yeah he wants i mean he's sensitive just like oh. his butthole <laughs> here i hear hang on i'm gonna get him i'm gonna get him okay okay hang on Good morning. Hey, it's me again. Oh, hey. Hey, hold on a quick second. Oh. Stu, say hello to Jeremy. Jeremy, how are you? Mr. Stu? Now, Jeremy, <laughs> Stu wants to say something to you. Okay, Stu. Uh, I want... All right. Uh, Jeremy, I have zero problems with you. Uh, I guess is this what I'm supposed to say, Zane? Because I I don't have any problems with Jeremy. Well, he was uh, he was uh, his feelings were hurt, and he was a little sensitive to the whole business about you leaving and not like telling him, "Hey, man, you know, I'm I'm sorry that the, he just felt like uh, you weren't very sensitive when you left the job." No, well, for for that I apologize, Jeremy. I'm I'm sorry that. Uh, that you, you feel bad in any kind of way. That was never my intention. Okay. Really what it is, the, the bottom line is uh, when you told me that you were leaving, I didn't explode on you or get mad at you. I'm like, okay, Stu, yeah. I understand. Yeah. And, you know, I walked away. I, I, it wasn't something that I was mad about. I was disappointed, yes, but not mad. Sure. It, it's the things you said on the Monday podcast about yeah. The, the job, my coworkers, and everything. You made it really sound like it was horrible. Now, and maybe Stu, it was a horrible experience for you. And if it was, I'm really sorry. I I only wanted to help you. 
And Stu, yes, I recommend you for the job. And uh, only you sound it so in a you sound like a totally great to be in. <laughs> Un, unappreciative and uh, and so. now, now look, I made it a point. I tried to explain to Jeremy Stu that that's the show, and and it's and you know, and I think that when it's close to home, it was interpreted different. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. And so I explained yes, that, and Jeremy understood, but at the same time, this is how he feels. I get it. I've, I've been on I've been on the other end too, Jeremy. So I get it, and I I apologize. I don't mean to be an ingrate. Uh, it, it was never meant that way. I was given an opportunity. The opportunity wasn't for me, and and there we go. All right. So I, I I I'll be honest with you, and I've told you this a lot of times. I love a good Stu rant. <laughs> but this one hit really close to home, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I, but I, I, I do love a good Stu rant. You're, you are one of the best at it. I am uh, completely aware that I can be a huge asshole. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the first one to. I'll be the first one to admit it. Hey, and I get it. And uh, my rants, uh, my rants usually they're never planned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I and, thought it was uh, I great. Start saying stuff. So I, I, uh, Jeremy, I, I love you a whole lot, and I have zero problems with you, and I, I don't mean to hurt you in any way. And I, I know you, you uh, definitely reached out to help me, and, uh, and there we go. That, okay, I appreciate that. That's I've had perfect. A, everybody's that's perfect. Much, man, that I've been asking, you know, what's up with your friend? Why do you quit? I'm like. Uh, <laughs> You just I tell them know. it's because he's he's an idiot and he's a lunatic. That's all. Uh, that's all you need to say. You did a great my, job. My Look, I can't have you guys fighting. I cannot have this. I don't want to fight with anybody. Really. I know it. I know it. I think. <laughs> I think it was just a. It was just a weird set of circumstances. It was a little bit. Uh, uh, personal to Jeremy and, and sure. Stu, you know, it was business as usual. You know, you're just a fuck up. You can't keep a fucking job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I really hope this time, you know, that maybe they made you an offer that you couldn't refuse at the best. Yeah. Oh, God. No. I, 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 <laughs> I just want you to be happy in life, you know. All right. Yeah, me too. There's a, there's a dividend is for life. Uh, I just wish it wasn't my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's for life with, with quite a few pauses in between. All right. Yes. You yeah, guys, yeah. hey, you guys made my day. I love you both very much. Okay. All right. Student, well, you, you are uh, the same. You are the peacemaker. Yeah, and no one said I love you back. You both went okay. Oh, yeah, I love you too, Stu. You're a great guy. I mean, we, we've we've become pretty close. Stu, I'm talking about me. And, um, I'm talking about me. You, you gotta know. say I love you, Eric. That's what I want. Oh God, oh, fuck that. Jesus Christ, Jesus okay, Christ. I love you too. Thank you. you. That's better. Man. That's better. All right. All right. Are you in Columbus now, Jeremy? No, uh, that's next week. Oh, next week. I, I am on BFB between uh, Goebbels and Kalamazoo. Oh, gross. All right, yeah. Stu, I, I hope you get some fresh beers this weekend. Jeremy, I hope you get some fresh butt. I plant one. That's not, not, not fresh. Like, it has to be the same old, same old. All right, Sunday. very good. Well, you know what I mean. So, okay, guys. Yeah. All right. Okay, talk to you. Thank you, for, oh, thank you for being a peacemaker. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Please, Jeremy. See you later, Jeremy. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I'm incredible. I'm so great.
See how easy that was? I think I got a visitor. I think Madison dropped dropped by. See what she's up to. Hey, you want to come in and see uh, see everybody? I want to see my puppies. Oh. Okay. How are you hey, coming up? Is everything okay? Yes. I just hey, I, to... I've got some questions. So why don't you come on over here and we'll talk about uh, sorority day. Okay. I'm coming. Okay. Come on okay. in here. Uh, before Madison gets in here to talk the sorority extravaganza, my policy shop insurance, buyinsurancehere.com. Uh, the Medicare expert. You can have a seat right here, princess. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. If someone you know or love is 65 or turning 65, remember them. This is a free service, uh, and it doesn't cost you anything to get a Medicare checkup from my policy shop insurance online at mypolicyshop.com. TC Paintball this weekend. Book a uh, book an event at TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Spectacular, fully stocked pro shop. You got Little League Day on uh, Wednesday. Not to mention Ladies Day on Thursday at TC Paintball. So that's cool. Thank you to them. You're like Eric Zane, what are you doing? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. I need a longer mic cord. Now, you know what I'm going to need you to do? What? Uh, you got to uh, go get that chair, and you got to bring it over here, unfortunately. Look at him. I know. Isn't he great? Ladies and gentlemen, Madison's home from college. We need a college update. Is it going to fit? No. Here, let's lift it. You know, let's just lift it high. You can do that, right? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, one more before we bring in Madison. Uh, in a second. In a second. Um, Full House Comedy. If you want to go to a comedy show this weekend, fullhousecomedy.com. Uh, now on that mic, you're gonna want to have to. You have to talk right there. Hello. Hello to you. Welcome. You How are you? Wonderful. How was the orthodontist appointment? Stupid. Why, why do you have to go to the... I thought you were out of braces. My retainer broke. You broke your retainer. That's a that's a page out of your dad's playbook. You know, mm -hmm. I did that too. It fell off my loft. So uh, do th that is not a free replacement though. That's like expensive. 250 Oh, and that's so... I, I was hoping to drop $250 this weekend. Did I? Did, no, not yet. Did I, I have to buy... I have to spend $250 on that. Yes. So you should probably pay for that. I don't have two hundred fifty dollars. Wait a minute here. Well, I, I have. I, think you I have a bunch of cash. No, I don't anymore. What'd you spend it on, Madison? A sweatshirt. Yeah, we can we talk about. Uh, I still have like three hundred in cash in my suitcase. Can we talk about day. spending? Can no, because you're gonna make me really angry. So no, no. Well, no. This is how could that how could that happen? How could it be angry? Why can't I just have a conversation? I don't want to talk about money. You're gonna lecture me how I'm not allowed to buy clothing. I wouldn't dream of lecturing you. I would only suggest that, like, you go out to eat a lot. You spend a lot of money on fast food. I eat food because the food in the dining hall at Hope makes me vomit. 
You know, we spent a lot of money for you to get that food. Well, I'm sorry. It makes me throw up all the time. You actually throw I up. Throw you up physically at least throw up twice a week. Is it maybe because of what you're eating? Maybe you should eat a more balanced diet. Well, I also don't have time to eat at the dining hall because I always work. What? All right. I thought we were going to talk about sorority things. We are, we are, but sometimes in a conversation, you know, other things come up. That's that's how that's how dialogue works. Okay, well, I don't want to talk about retainer right now. We'll talk about it later. So we can't talk about retainer. No, that is off the table. We cannot talk about um, spending. Can we just talk about? No, no, I'm just going over what I can't talk about. I will, I will. I promise you, I will talk about the right things. I just wanted to voice what I should not talk about. How was it sleeping with your old pal, Bruce? The best. Yeah? Look at him. I know. He's fantastic. He's all excited to see you. I know. I love him. Why are you home? What? Is this another break? Easter. Easter. Of course. Okay. So, um, you probably want to go to Good Friday Mass with me, and then- I have to work. Well, you wouldn't anyway, though, right? You're not a practicing Catholic. No. Is there another religious denomination that you've- um, Kind of. Uh, I like non-denominational churches. What does that mean? There's just no denomination. You just go there and say "Hallelujah, Jesus," yeah. and then somebody plays a guitar solo. No, not necessarily. Yeah. Is this called a rock band church? No. Well, some people would call it. That. Yeah, there's there's a little rocking out going on. So, um, sorority day is April twenty third. Dad's day. Dad's day at the sorority. Yeah. And um, we already talked about um, you being a heavy drinker. <laughs> and we can bring yard games, too. So, yard games and heavy drinking. No. There will be people drinking, though, so. Yeah, you kind of said to me that you're really drinking all the time now. I did not I think say you that. Said, you said something to I that effect. I did not say that. And I said, no, that's not a good idea. I didn't say that. You're not. You're dr- going to make me mad. You Stop. haven't drank anything? I'm not going to say I haven't drank anything, but I'm not an alcoholic. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's the problem. But that's okay. It's all right. I mean, I, don't be a hypocrite. A young, I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> I haven't drank alcohol since, since 26 years. What are you talking about? But whatever. Well, you know. I'm not stupid. Let me ask you this. Your grades are very good. Yes? Yeah. You didn't sound... I know I can't. I'm well, looking straight I'm, ahead. I'm so. struggling with one of my classes right now but i've already talked to mom about it okay which one is the problem social psychology yeah is it it's a class for juniors but they let me take it anyways so is it like a 300 level class yeah um so how many times have you skipped it that one like maybe twice you can't skip class i don't do it for like no reason it's either i don't feel good or whatever maybe it's because you ate some food in the cafeteria then you threw up yeah all right. Well, um, you think you can turn it around? Yeah. You feel good? Yeah. I just want it to be over. Yeah. Okay. What What's your favorite class right now? Do you have a favorite? Mm, probably developmental psychology. Okay. So you're going to be a psychologist. Yeah. So this is uh, this is much more than a four-year degree. You're going to have to get at least a master's yeah. degree. Or a PhD or Not something PhD. like that. A, Are you going to be Dr. Madison? I kind of want to be. Wow. 
That's that's pretty great. That's a lot of schooling. I know. You know that the president now, you can take student loans, and then he says you don't have to pay it back. I don't know why you're saying that. Have you heard about this? Not really. Yeah. That's a, that's apparently, well, I don't know for sure, but that's what a lot of people are saying the president's going to do. He's just going to say, all right, Madison, you've uh, borrowed $150,000. I hereby declare that that is free. I thought we haven't borrowed any money. No, we haven't. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you needed to, you could, and the president would give it to you for free. Okay. okay. Um, do you love Joe Biden? You okay? Now you wanted him in office. Yes, I would take him over the past president. Oh, absolutely! I'm with you. You would take him over Donald Trump. Yeah, absolutely. But what has Donald uh, Joe Biden done that you're not happy about? Is there anything in particular that comes to mind? I don't know. He's just. It's because he has dementia. A, no, he doesn't have dementia. He he has a stutter, but that's because of dementia. Um, I mean, he is very old, but. I feel like he just, he does a lot of things. Like he says he's going to do a lot of things, but he doesn't. Like he hasn't canceled student debt. And now why is student debt? So why, why should he cancel student debt? Why can't the people who take the debt just pay it back? Because to get it, it shouldn't be th- hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get an education. That's why well, that's not so the stupid. yeah. But why should the government have to uh, uh, pay for that? I mean, because you know you it's realize. A, I mean, it's a pu- if you get a loan for a public university. Yeah, but you realize that if they cancel the debt, that essentially is the taxpayers are the ones losing out. The people who pay the government for to keep the government the way the government is. So the money, why why should they pay for all those students' school? I wouldn't. I would say it depends on who you are and how much money you make. If you make a ton of money, you don't need your student debt or canceled or whatever. But if you're poor and you want an education, you shouldn't have to not get an education because you can't afford it. Okay, so you haven't. Uh, now he he had a campaign promise that he was going to make a black lady the Supreme Court justice, and he did, he did that. So is that good or bad? Yeah, because it's only. I mean, she's like the she's the first black woman. It's historic. It's never happened before. And he said, I love black women, and there's going to be a black woman in the Supreme Court. He said, I love the blacks. He did? No. No, I was going to say. No, he did not. So now, people often cringe when I say the blacks. That that sounds terrible. Like it does sound a it little does. bit bad. It does, Why but do it's do hilarious. That? I do it no. because it's funny. No, that's not. But no. if you were to say, yeah, um, black people um, oh, are happy. But if that's one thing. But if I say the blacks are happy, everybody gets pissed. Because and I don't understand. What, what's not, the difference? You're not referring to them as people. You're they only, are, though. You're only referring to them by their skin color. You're not referring to them as a human being. You well, you can also say it's safe to say blacks in America are not satisfied. But if you say the blacks in America are not satisfied, that's trouble. So I don't understand I don't how the word the makes such a big difference. You might not feel that I'm way. I'm not an English major. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, back to Dad's Day <laughs> at the sorority. Um, is this at the sorority house? Um, I think so. Oh, wait, they don't really have a yard. It's a college house, so I don't know where it's going to be at. I will ask. Are there any women in the sorority who are like, some are like super conservative and, you know, um, um, and then some might be a little bit more, you know, uh, hey, let's party. Have a good time. 
there's two conservative women in my sorority that I know of. That's it? No, no. When I say conservative, I don't mean politically. Oh. I mean like... Um, oh, that don't want to party. Don't yeah, party. you know, might be really into the books and less um, into the dudes. No. They're all into the... They're all into... Random sex? They all, Is that what you're they all know how to have fun when it's time, but they also know how to be students. Okay. Um, is it so? There's going to be uh, you indicated yard games and uh, lots of drunkenness. There might be some drunk dads. Yes. Oh. So drunk dads getting drunk with their daughters and all these. Sur- They're of age daughters. Yeah, I know, but that it sounds like it could take a weird turn. You know. Only because you said that. I don't think any other person thought of that. You're just weird. No, I'm just, I'm not talking about weird like you're talking about weird. I'm just saying it might be a little uncomfortable if a dad is drunk. And, well, you I know. Mean, his daughter's 21. It's All okay. Right. So, well, I'm going to feel like very uncomfortable myself because I'm going to be sitting there drinking. You're not going to be the only not drunk. Freaking drink ginger ale. No, a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of girls have dads that don't drink either. Okay, well, I'll hang out with them then. What about if I decide I want to drink for the You're first time in 26 I, years? No. What would you do? I would probably punch you in the face. <laughs> you were not allowed to do that. Have you, you ever seen your mother try to get me to drink? Have you ever witnessed that? Have you Like at the house, she's like, here, try this. You yeah. ever seen her do that? What do you think about that? Because I don't think I that that's a good idea. She's enabling you, even she's though you've like, been sober for so long. trying to get me to drink alcohol. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you do such a thing? She used, she used to be your plug. I'm sorry? She used to be your alcohol plug when you were younger. Is that alcohol plug? Yeah, like she would buy you alcohol for you because she I've never alcohol. heard of it. it described as that way. I, we just refer to it as a buyer. No, your plug. My plug. <laughs> Isn't, wasn't she? Yes. Oh, big time. But she was 22 years old when we started dating. She'd buy you alcohol? Oh, yeah. And oh, I no. was 18. So I needed somebody to buy booze and I say, hey. You know, if you want to uh, see me naked again, you're, <laughs> you're going to have to buy me some booze. Are you going to bring your Bush NAs to the dad's day? Probably not. I don't I don't know if I like those that much anymore. They just make me pee. <laughs> it's just terrible. It's beer-flavored water. Okay. Now, I'd like to open this up to questioning from the audience. Uh, they, they Don't ask uncomfortable questions. I don't like it. You heard her. <laughs> hey, so she said it. <laughs> You can't ask uncomfortable questions. You must have some questions about the dynamic in this house. <laughs> How do you see comment? Oh. Um, see, is that like a butt plug? We're already off to a bad start. I didn't see what it said. What? It- There's someone up there asked if I said alcohol plug was like a butt plug. And now I'm upset. <laughs> Um, Nick says nobody uses the term plug unless they are buying blow. Do you snort cocaine? No, I don't snort cocaine. How did the retainer break? Question. Um, my bed is lofted at school and it was in the case and it flew, I knocked it off the loft and it hit the concrete floor in the case. So it just, a little, there's a little crack. It split. Bigfoot Rose says, what made you choose your sorority? Um, well, I rushed three sororities. Um, I rushed Sigma, Iota, Beta, and Delta Phi. And don't Sigma say Sigma. the one that you're in. Why? You don't want that. It's literally right here. Oh, never mind. Um, 
<laughs> I really like the people in my sorority. They're my favorite. They're very good people. They're very. I fun. think so. I think so because I know that yesterday when there was some hurt feelings, there were some people helping you. And that's why I love the sorority. Yeah, they, I am on board with the sorority. He wasn't on board with the sorority at <laughs> no, first. No, no. But, but now you've got this sounding board support group who they just love her. And I'm like, well, this makes life easier for your old pal Eric Zane. Because I, before I joined the sorority, I was having a really hard time with life and I was really sad. Yeah. And then I joined the sorority and I met like 60 wonderful ladies. And I love them all dearly. No. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm all about it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hello, little boy. What's next? Greek life can make college much more enjoyable, says Kyle. Yeah. I have something to do. Uh, great Greg Gabagool says, why did you smear feces on the bathroom cabinet? How do you respond to that? I definitely didn't. Okay, that was your uncle Kevy. Okay. Um, <laughs> see, a lot of uh, suggestions that you did that. I did not do that. Does your dad yell at you about salt all over the kitchen like he does your uncle? No. Did you see the inside of that microwave yesterday? <laughs> I talked about this on the Ben and Eric yeah. Patreon podcast. <coughs> it it was. I described it as he got his hands on a late-term abortion and put it in the microwave and put it on for 10 minutes, and it exploded on the inside of the microwave. And I don't know how he doesn't notice that. I'm like, how can you possibly walk away from that? That is so terrible. Um, Sam says, do you have a guardrail on your lofted bed? I do, but it... Where my head is and where my feet are is a gap. There's no rail there. Oh, okay. But there's one in the middle. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fine. That's all you need. So I won't roll off. But my retainer will. Okay. Well, I think we're done here. Okay. Uh, you know, there was a lot of people worried about you because earlier in the podcast. Yeah, you made me angry. What do you mean? Why? Because I put you on the podcast? Well, you overheard my conversation and then didn't ask if you could talk about it. And then you talked about it. We've talked about this. <laughs> Do you, you know? Have to, you have to ask about if when before you say things about me. Certain things. Do I? Really? Why can't I? I mean, I, I just, all I because did. what if it was a personal conversation and then you just exposed me? Well, I know that. But I mean, it's like. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but they kind of know you. Uh, soaked in bleach says she should just assume it's going to be talked about at some point. Now, just hit him, Maddie. Make this <laughs> make this a celebrity boxing match. Lisa says no. He was eavesdropping. No, no, yeah, that's were not you true. Eavesdropping my Absolutely phone call? not. Your how was I loud? How often have I said to you, "You talk too loud"? <laughs> Answer that question. A how lot. okay? I a have. Lot. You, I had in my bedroom door closed and I could hear you talking. And when I happened to walk by, I heard the comment that made me go, what the heck was that? I was walking by Lisa, who doesn't know shit about shit says I was eavesdropping. That is not true at all. That's trying to listen. So Lisa, shut up. Be kind. Well, she deserves it. She's a troublemaker as are most of these people. Well, next time, if you hear a conversation I'm having on the telephone, just ask if you can talk. About Negative. It. Okay.
No. This will teach you to talk not so loud. This is what this is a win. I get it from you. This is a win I'm for everybody. A carbon copy of you. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know about that. He's never nice to us, Madison. <laughs> That's not true. A lot of hurtful comments here. One's calling me an eavesdropper, another one's saying I'm never nice to you. All right. Okay. Okay. Well done. Yep. That is it, my dear. Okay. I'm almost done here. I got to go tinkle anyway. So I'm about to kick these people out. She's being mean. Yep. Okay. See you later. Love you too. You can just leave that there. It's fine. Okay. You're a big hit. You can come in anytime and say hi. Do you know what carbon copy means? Didn't you say carbon copy? Yeah. What does that mean? Now, come here a minute. Come here a minute. Come back here. Do you know what an actual, there is a thing that exists I called know. a carbon copy. I know. I learned about it in eighth grade science. What is it? What's a carbon copy? I don't know. It's like a the exact same thing as something else, but it's something with carbon. Now, I'm not even sure, but I think it is uh, you would write on a on a piece of carbon a ditto, and then you lift it up, and then there's two copies of it. They're identical. Oh, yeah, that's us. The impression, I think that's what a carbon copy is. Yeah, that's us. Soaked in bleach. Ask her where it came from. He says typing paper. I don't know. A sheet of carbon that transposes what you have written. Yeah, see? Yeah, so I was pretty close. Yeah. You didn't know that, though. When I was born. So you just said it. You don't know what the hell that means. Oh, I feel... I got a <sighs> feeling that it was something that produces something identical. Yeah. Okay. I was just asking. Hey, would you ever like to do any reaction videos? To what? Like, I play, like, a rock song, a video, and we sit there and break it down. Sure. Like, an old song. Because I know... Uh, don't you and your roommate listen to, like, Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. We have a Fleetwood Mac poster... A, uh, what was the other one? Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin and Def Leppard poster. And you've listened to Led Zeppelin? Yes. That's remarkable to me. She has records. She's got a little record player. All right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya. Time to go. Bye-bye. See ya. Okay. See ya. Bye. Oh, my God. Got my hands full. All right. Oh, my God. Um, I left half of what I was going to talk about on the table. Didn't even talk about it. I'll save it for the Patreon. Just Chirpin Podcast. Found it at justchirpin.com. J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N. Wherever you download podcasts, you can also get the show, justchirpin.com. I've got merch at ericsaneshow.com. Buy a t-shirt. Thank you. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Reach out to them in West Michigan. If you need your car fixed, preventative maintenance, or you're in a pinch or something like that, whatever it may be, if you're in the West Michigan area, this is a trusted place to get your vehicle repaired. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They sponsor the Twitch and the Facebook feed as always. Thank you. 
A&E Heating and Cooling, Senor Martinez, 616-516-8579. Uh, love A&E Heating and Cooling. If you need an after-hours service call, they'll get the heat back on. They'll get the air conditioning turned on. Don't even think about turning on the air conditioner until you get that thing serviced with a tune-up from A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. And finally, okay, I think pretty much today's the day for Taggart County. If you call today, you can still get your return done. I don't know about Monday. You might want to try it. I will make the announcement, but the tax hobbit is running out of time for you. If you've procrastinated and you're willing to drop it off today or send it via the online portal, your documents, W-2s, stuff like that, you can still get this done. Call PJ or Christina and say, Eric Zane sent me. And Troy needs to do it. Six, he's going to be up uh, all night doing returns and all weekend. 616-301-9516 for TAG Accounting. 616-301-9516. Let me help your business. Send me an email on the Shoreline Restriping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com, if you need information about the Eric Zane Show podcast. Who is your asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics? Uh, early nominations, Aram. Uh, he's a snarky little bastard. Um, Shanghai has it right. China has it right. Great, great country. Great patriots there. Love them. Uh, talking about me posting the uh, post about my dear friend, Boring Dean's sister, Donna Brandenburg. Uh, running for governor. Yes, it's okay to be friends with someone and say, hey, I'm not voting for you. There's it, What the hell? There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, assholes telling me don't talk about politics. Fuck you. I can talk about what I want. Uh, Madison, we had the Madison uh, drama going on there. And then she got super pissed off at me. I know you guys are going to be like, oh yeah, you should be asshole of the day. But no, no, no. I seriously doubt that. How could I possibly be the asshole of the day? I'm like, uh, I'm the peacemaker for God's sake. Aaron Rodgers hilarity. John Hinckley is uh, going to sell out every venue he goes to with his stupid music. The great flooring giveaway. Jeremy Stew. Eric Zane mends the fence. Madison joins us for talk about drunken debauchery at the sorority. Who could possibly be the asshole of the day? Nick says, asshole of the day is rainbow flag Jeremy for putting himself out there for Stu, whilst knowing Stu for more than five minutes. That's weird. That seems very convoluted. Um, Let's see. Nick says, the dead mouse family screwed up his AC last year. We forgot to ask Madison if she knew all the lyrics to WAP. That's an old song these days. I don't know who is going to be the asshole of the day. Take a look again. I got to come up with something here because I got to pee. Okay, I got one. 
How do you spell Aaron? Is it one hour or two hours? I think it's uh I think it's one hour. Yeah it is. A A R O N R O D G E R S. I cannot stand that guy. I couldn't stand him before he became uh an anti vax piece of shit. Uh, so there you go. That is your asshole of the day, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. When you were a kid and you're Catholic, if you're Catholic and you were a kid, did your mom make you stay in the house from noon to three? My mom did. Stay in the house from noon to three. Why? What's up? This is the time of the day that Christ died. He was put on the cross and he hung there from noon to three. And I'm like, Huh? Is that right? Yes, that's a, that's a fact. It was it was twelve. One of the centurions uh, one of the centurions looked at his watch and he said, "All right, let's get this thing going." It was at noon, and then when Jesus cried out, "My God, My God, uh, why have you forsaken me?" That was at, and then he put then he died. That was at three p.m. Okay, it was noon to three. So stay, your ass stays in the house all day. I go, that's fucked up, Ma. Are you serious? Yes. Shut up. Sit down there in the... T- in fact, uh, no, don't get out the girder and panel set. I want you to sit there and read your Bible. Oh, my God. What? Okay. If you say so, you're the boss. And don't call your father either. She was so pissed at my dad. Okay. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you being here, supporting the show. That's going to do it. Uh, where's my soundboard? Hang on. Oh, God, I got peace so bad I can't even take it. <clears throat> All right. Thanks again, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.